Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Steve Harvey got a radio show because God in the blessing business. Yeah, that's all. I'm just a recipient. Steve Harvey got a radio show because God is in the show you favor business. He showed me some favor. Steve Harvey got a radio show because God is in the forgiving business. God done forgave me thousands and thousands of times. You know, and I say that as a big number like that because it's probably true. God is a forgiving God. That's how I exist today. And that's how you exist today. And one of the things I want to remind you about even in existing today you know, Joel Osteen had a, has a book out called It's Your Time. I, I love this book. It's called It's Your Time. And that's kind of what I want to touch on today. And I want to remind you all that it's still your time. See, you know, there's, look, you know, they've got unsuccessful people have created a lot of sayings to justify our failures as people. Well, my ship has passed. That, that, that was created by a person who did not quite make their goal in the amount of time that they had set for. So to justify it, here comes this great, seemingly very clever saying, and a lot of us adapt, well, my ship has passed. So we adopt that. Here's another one. Well, I guess it just wasn't meant to be. That sounds good, don't it? Because they mix it up with a little bit of faith base in it. I guessed it wasn't. Well, here's another one. I guess if God wanted it for me, I'd have it. Are you serious, man? Are you serious? You're actually going to use that one to, 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 to justify where you are in life, man? That's, that's, so, that's so not the case. I want to remind everybody today that it's still your time. That, you know, your ship hasn't sailed. You didn't miss all of your opportunities. There's others. It's still your time. You know, you still got a chance. You still have a shot. Here's a good one. You still have hope. You do. All of you. As long as God is who he is, there's always hope for you. You can never lose sight of that. You can never let the devil win that battle that there is no hope for you and cause you to do something that's unthinkable. I'm just going to cash in the chips. I'm going to take my life. I'm going to commit suicide. No, no, no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Are you for real? That's not God talking to you. That's something wrong, and it's not coming from him. 
It's still your time. You still got a chance. There's always hope. But listen to me. You got to move, and you got to move on it. So many people are not getting the full benefit of their life, and so many people are not getting all the blessings that God has for them because you keep waiting on the perfect time. Man, how many times have I heard people come to me and say, hey, man, I'm just waiting on everything to line up right, man. I'm waiting on the perfect time. to get, man, Hey, can I tell you something? If I were waiting on the perfect time, I wouldn't be hardly any of the things that I've become. And one of my greatest blessings was, was marrying Marjorie. I wouldn't even have married Marjorie if I was waiting on the perfect time because I had gone through what I thought was enough misery to cover my entire lifetime. And so when I was first divorced, I I, I just said, man, it's going to be five, six years before I do this again. I said it. Two years later, I was married. But guess what, man? It wasn't the perfect time. I didn't have my ducks, all my ducks lined up in a row. It was still some things I needed to clean up. I even told her, it's some things I want to clean up out of my life before. You know, it's some, it's, I, 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 want, I, want, I want to make sure I got all the stars aligned up. You know, I want, to, I want to wait until all the ducks are in a row. I was waiting on the perfect time. If I had not stopped, and Marjorie and I had set out and said to each other, there'll be no perfect time. And then she said, I'll go through with you whatever you're going through. And that was it. I took a chance. The ducks were not lined up in a row. I had a lot of baggage in my life, man. I wanted to try to clear up. I wanted to do some things financially different. I wanted to just get rid of some residue I had in my life. She said, no, we'll do it together because ain't no perfect time. And guess what? It wasn't. So if you're out there waiting on the perfect time to do something, it may not come. There is no such thing as waiting on the perfect time. I've said this a hundred times and here comes 101. The road to success is always under construction. You ain't finna go out there and there ain't no barrels on the road. You're not going out there and not running to detour signs. You're not going out there without seeing the men working sign to, to get off. You're not going out there to see it. So guess what? Stop waiting on the, the stars. I got Man, this is the perfect time to do it now. If you're waiting on the perfect time, that could be one of your biggest problems. You're still waiting. You have got to move, and you've got to move on it, and you've got to make a decision to go now. God will get you through everything necessary for you to get through. But you can't quit, though. See, here's a, here's a part. You can't quit. Just because the road you're on is under construction, you can't get off at the exit because you're tired of all the bumper-to-bumper traffic. It's that way. Get you some God, like I said. Get you some God and go on and go see what your life can be like. So stop waiting on the perfect time. Stop waiting on the stars to align themselves. You got to move and you got to move on it.
get you some God, apply some faith, and get started. And remember, when you get out there coming towards your goal, the road to construct the road to success is always under construction. If it was easy, everybody would be it. Stop expecting it to be easy. Come on out here. Get up in this thing. It's funky out here. Yeah, I got all that. It's hard out here. Yeah, I got all that. But what you want to do, man? Huh? What you want to do? You want to push your chips up to the window? It ain't time for that. You still got time. You still got a chance. There's always hope. There's always God. That's my conversation today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. It's a new day. And we start it the same way every day, man. And today is a special day. Because today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the one we got. Yesterday gone, tomorrow ain't promised. This is the one we're dealing with. So since this is it, this is the one you got, let's get to getting after it, man. Let's be glad about it. Get your tood up. Get your tood up. I start this day like I do every day with gratitude, which then affects my attitude, which has a direct correlation to my altitude. Without one, you can't have the other, and without the other, you need the other one. What I'm saying here is gratitude affects your altitude, which directly is in correlation with your altitude. If you ain't flying high as you want, altitude-wise, I bet your attitude is the reason why you're not there. And the reason why your attitude ain't there is probably because you're showing a lack of gratitude. They all go hand in hand. (laughs) Or if you think your attitude ain't right, it's probably because you ain't grateful for the stuff you have, so you can't even see what God done for you. So now you you steady on the ass tip when you don't even realize you got a lot to be grateful for. So why would he give you more? If God is a just God now, why would he give you more to be grateful for if you ain't grateful for what you have? He ain't going to overburden you with that now. You better get to being grateful. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry, the mouth of the South, Mississippi Monica, Junior Kill Spates, yes. the legend that is nephew Tommy. Junior, what? <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, man, it's Mineral Camp Weekend. You know, it's yeah. Mineral Camp Weekend, uh, 
You said, man, if I want to change it, I got to up the number. You said, I got to help more boys. And so, therefore, you didn't even see you had the means. Now you got the ranch that you just bought. Now you over here doing more. Is this the process that you just asked for and it show up? You just keep doing it? Well, faith without works is dead. You can ask for a lot of stuff. But if you ain't willing to do the things that can make it happen, what you keep asking God for? Dear God, give me a job. But you sitting at the house ain't filling out no applications. You ain't doing no interviews. You ain't you ain't went on a, 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 a headhunter. You ain't on none of the sites for a job. But you steady at the house asking God for a job. Hmm. But you ain't done no work. That's all it is, man. I'm just <laughs> yeah. I'm just a byproduct of when hard work and faith come together, some amazing things can happen in your life. But the key to this whole thing is faith. And yeah, I ask. Because and then when I ask, he do more though. See, he does exceedingly and abundantly mm. over all, all right. I think or ask. I, mm. I can't I, let, let me, can I tell you something? Everything mm. I've ever asked for that took a long time to get, when I got it, it was way more than I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at That's God. What, Look at man, God. I'm tell you something, man. Hey God, <laughs> I serve. On, that God I serve, you can't tell me nothing about him. I don't even hear you. Matter of fact. Boy, you're going to mess around and find out what, Chris, what type of Christian I really am. If you say something to me about it, okay, all right. All right. Don't do God it. God says go, Steve. Uh, <laughs> coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Okay, your please. wife is in the limo. Let's go, cat dog. Your wife is in the limo. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to read Rob. 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 Yeah, yeah. Rob. What's happening? This, this Robert. What's up, boss? Hey. Hey. How you doing? Hey. Hey. Listen, man. Uh, my name's Phil, dog. I know you threw some other people. Your brother's right. Yeah, that's my brother. Yeah. What's happening? Listen, man. I'm calling you because there's something going hold on. Hold on. Right? Hold on. First of all. It, 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 Everything all right with my brother, right? You ain't, this ain't no, he, ain't no trouble, is it? No, 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 no. Okay. Straight, man. Listen, though, you married to, right? Yeah, that's my wife, boss. Okay. Well, see, man, what I'm trying okay, to. Look, 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 man. Um, I mean, spit it out. What's happening, boss? Listen, what I'm trying to explain to you. My, once again, my name for you. Okay. Part-time, I drive limos. And, uh, I'm actually driving right now. Okay. Okay, but, what's up? Well, I had seen your wife. You know, I knew you was little brother. You know, I was like, okay, this this right here ain't cool. Hold on, man. You know, what, what? You you seen my wife? What you mean, my wife? How you know? What you talking about? Okay, well, listen. Okay, okay, Rob. Let me ask you: Is, is your wife there right now? Nah, boss. My wife been gone, man. She was out with her sister and her homegirls, man. They been gone. What are you trying to get at, man? What's my okay, brother? Okay, bro, listen, okay, bro. Listen. Okay, I got. Hey, hey. I understand. Just listen to me, man. Listen. Hey, man, I done been dogged out a many times by some ladies, you know what I'm saying? I just hate to see brothers get done wrong. I don't like wrong. that. Where are you coming from, dog? Listen, dog, you need to go ahead and spit out all this rambling and Okay, okay, listen, man. I need to get to the point, dog. I drive limousine, and what I'm trying to say to you is... What you trying to say, man? Spit it out. Your wife is in the back of the limousine I'm driving right now. She in the back, so what? What, the girls out and, and oh, like that? What? No, no, man. If it was a bunch of girls out, I wouldn't even be calling you, bro. 
Your wife is in the back of this limousine with a man. What the f***, man? What the f***, man? Listen, oh, my okay. God. Hey, Junior, y'all, hey, y'all step out. Hey, y'all step out of the room for a minute, man. Step out of the room for a minute. Step out of the room. Just, hold on. Hold on, boss. Step out of the room for a minute, man. Step out of the room. Hello? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, look, man. You need to come correct, man, because this ain't no matter right here, dog. You saying that my wife, you, you got my, my wife in the back of the limousine you driving.
This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife. Hell no. Hey, man. Who? Who? Man. What the? Let me shut that dog. Nephew Tommy. Nephew Tommy. Nephew Tommy. Hey, man. Hey, man. This is Nephew Tommy in the flesh, baby. Um, man, am I on the radio? Man. God, my bad, my cousin, dog. My bad, man. You got me, man. You got me, man. Golly. Hey, let me ask you something, oh, man. man. Before we go, Rob, what is, man, the baddest radio show? Oh, in man, the Steve <laughs> Holy Morning Show with Nephew Tommy's crazy All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey. We have some good questions from uh, SteveHarveyFM.com. Keep them coming, people. Keep them coming. This one is from Nikki in Dayton, Ohio, Steve. Dayo, baby. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Patterson. Patterson Co-op. And oh. Wilbur Wright Air Force Base. Very familiar down there. They okay. come to club. You speak that too. Go ahead. Sure. All right. It says, uh, Nikki says, I'm a 37-year-old uh, w- woman, and my father hooked me up with a decent man, and I've been dating him for seven months. He works hard, and he is a great man, but he's not the one for me. We started having sex a month ago, and there were no sparks at all. I know that this is the type of man I should be with, but I prefer a street-savvy guy with a little edge to him. Great in the bed, but still loves the Lord. What's wrong with me? Do you think I'm going to miss out on a good thing because of what I prefer in a man? Come you on, street-savvy, edge, and love the Lord. Right. Uh, yep, okay. That's so great in you bed. Want, okay. Let me get it right. You want street savvy, mm-hmm. edge, love the Lord, and great in bed. Check. Check, check. Right. Check. But I'm assuming you have a great man who just for you ain't great in bed. Yeah. Pretty much. That's Y'all could work on the sex part, mm-hmm. but you 37, so you're going to pass on this man because y'all could have better sex? And it could happen. So I I would reconsider because I don't know how long you've been out there on 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 this grind looking for this man, this good man, and all this here. But if you want to get back out there and see what else is out there, go ahead. But uh, uh, there are a lot of people on this on, on on that's listening that would tell you to work on that first. You've been with him seven months. I'd put some effort into seeing if y'all can't stretch stretch straighten out this sexual problem first. Yeah. Before you go throwing this good man back in the trash. What's she going to tell her daddy why they broke up? Well, daddy, you know, I I liked him and everything. You know, like he was everything you said he was. But damn, daddy, this man right here. He couldn't couldn't curl a toe if if I put it in a tight shoe. Oh, she's going to explain that, yeah. All right, Steve, this one's from uh, Carolyn, Carolyn in Greenville, Mississippi. She says, I am 62 years old, and about nine months ago, I started dating a man that I dated in high school. We're both divorced, and he told me he was looking for a good Christian woman. We're both seeking a stronger relationship with God, but we slipped up and had sex a few times. 
After the first time we had sex, he told me he wants to marry me. That made me feel better about us having sex before marriage. He hasn't talked about marriage in a few months now, but he still wants sex. Do you think he brought up marriage so I would keep having sex with him? I'm too old for games. Uh, This ain't no game. It's happened before. This ain't no game. This happened before. Uh, So this is not new. How old do you have to be before you understand that men tell you what they think you want to hear first? Then after that, then we tell you what makes us sound best next. And if you keep persisting, we'll tell you the truth. You didn't persist. You just ran up into your old guy from high school. Y'all was both divorced. Love the Lord. Want a close relationship with the Lord. And both y'all had sex a bunch of times. So, you know, so y'all just in here, just, you know, (laughs) I don't know what y'all doing with it, but, you know, just come on now. You're too old for games. For games, he ain't bought a marriage no more because he don't want to get married. (laughs) (laughs) He wants sex, though, right? We know how to give you hope. He still wants that, yes. (laughs) All that is, man. Yeah. All right. This one's from Brian in Atlanta. Steve, it says, I'm a single middle-aged man and my best friend is a female she has had me in the friend zone for years but i'm in love with her i have told her this and she says she loves me too but she's not in love with me bottom line is she wants a man with a lot of money and that's not me we do everything together like we're a couple but she won't date me how can i show her that money is not all that matters clo i don't know how you (laughs) how can i show her that money is not all that matters yeah, get the show with her come on yeah. how old is it <laughs> how, he, doesn't how give his, he doesn't give his age. He's a middle-aged middle age, middle age man. Wait, so 50? he could be 30 to 50. Yeah. <laughs> 30 is middle-aged? 30 ain't middle-aged. Yeah, depending on when yeah. they... Nah, he ain't middle-aged. He ain't middle-aged. He See, when a man it. don't oh. tell his age, he, he up there. He's older. And he's trying to explain why he ain't there yet. That's why, because hey, dudes ain't know I'm a middle aged man and how do I, no, no you fit. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-huh. Really? So, okay. how, get do to, how do I get her yeah, to, how do I get her to, money, money, everything. Money's not all that matters. It, it ain't. Listen to me, sir. <laughs> He's in love with her, Steve. I know, I know. She wants a man with a lot of money, and that's not me, he says. Uh, well, uh, this one you got that you. right. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Keep it moving. Well, you Love said it best. Be that's just yeah, not you. Mm-hmm. And man. so, well, bro, listen to me, man. You know, man, you done had her in the friend zone. I told y'all men ain't really trying to be your friends, but, you know, you done had her in the friend how do I get her to show her believe that money is not that all that matters? Money is not all that matters. Mm-hmm. Well, you're gonna have to excel in the other things, brother. You're gonna have to really. If you want her, every other thing. Yeah, if you want every her, every I'm talking about dog. 
you gonna have to get Man. good at every other damn thing and overshadow Man. the fact. <laughs> Man. Man, I'm still <laughs> Okay. In, well. in the words in the words of uh the great fight trainer. You can do it, Rock! (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finding out a secret about someone's spouse is always a tricky situation. And one woman is now wondering whether or not she should tell her best friend the scandalous thing she just discovered about her husband. Now, Steve, this woman is from New York City. She sent us this story from the Internet, and she is asking for a friend. (laughs) Quote, quote, you know, those air quotes. quotes. Uh, She's asking for a friend who might be in a similar situation. A woman was recently at a prenatal doctor's appointment when she saw her best friend's husband there with a very pregnant woman. She notes, uh uh-huh, by their actions, they were definitely a couple, okay? Uh, She adds, I was shocked when I saw him and I regret not speaking to him now and wonders uh, whether she should tell her best friend what she saw. Now, I I know I already know what you're going to say, but what do you think this woman should do? Or uh, have you ever caught a friend's spouse in a compromising situation? Yeah, hell yeah. But see, here's here's what's probably (laughs) happening. This is probably what happened. Not just, this, yeah. yeah. This is all this is. He took his cousin, 
to the doctor because she needed a ride. Oh, oh, she and, was his cousin. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Did you hear the part when I said they, by their actions, they were definitely a couple? You mm. can hold your cousin's hand and pat it and be supportive. Uh-huh. You know, okay, and listen for the baby to with kick. your cousin. Uh-huh. Well, you, you got it. You, you know, <laughs> he kicking. Oh, let me hear it. Put your head on the stomach. That's probably yeah, all that was you're, right oh, there. Of your cousin. <laughs> you're going to need yeah. a better lie, dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or he can just go and just kill himself right now. There <laughs> <laughs> were options he got. You, you got you got to sell his cousin story. <laughs> or you got to go on and start killing yourself because mm-hmm. this right oh my here. My goodness, Steve. <laughs> or scrape up some money and give it to this best friend so she can be quiet. Stop. Oh, hush money. The payoff. Yeah, oh. hush money. Okay. Mm. You get her about mm. fifty thousand in her hand real quick. Okay. That's, oh, that's a, a lot. Idea. Fifty thousand. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Don't ever me. say nothing ever ever. Yeah. Oh, so you Ella, mean Ella. pay her for the rest of her life? Her <laughs> life. life. As quiet Be as quiet. a church mouse. <laughs> oh. Man. So should she tell her friend, though? I ain't in yeah. that. No. Right. no. Tell no. your friend for what? Because the woman was pregnant. Uh, You saw her husband mm-hmm. at the doctor's office with another woman. Yeah. Well, so y'all ladies, what would y'all do? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you That's know I'm going to tell it. You, uh-uh. you know, I'm it's not my you. business. Nope. You gonna tell the call? FaceTime at the doctor's office. Uh-huh. God, girl. God, uh-uh. it's not my business. As soon as I see you on your phone, I'm snatching your damn phone, running out. Because <laughs> you already know, but right now. you ain't gonna be calling nobody. Right, not right now. You know. If I, if I see Carla at a doctor's office, <laughs> pull my phone out. I just pull a gun out and rob the place. That's what I was doing in here. Now now you're carrying No, that's what I was doing in here. You're a criminal now. Everybody on the floor. Yeah, that's what I do. What I before I before I let you carry this back to the house. I just robbed the place. It's not your business. No. Shirley, you wouldn't say anything no, I, to I your friend. This is no. her friend. I couldn't her do best it. Friend? I didn't seen do it go it. bad every time, Carl. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. It's not your business. You don't know. Her you best don't. friend? You don't know. Nah, yeah, that's tell right. My bestie. I yeah. Tell. I don't. I don't see what telling is going to accomplish though. Yeah. Because here's the deal. Here's the truth of the matter. In all seriousness, okay. You okay. can't hide a baby. No, uh-uh. you can't. Uh-uh. Right. This, right. this no, you, can't. you can't hide the other family. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. This here, this here comes to light. Yeah. And it's not necessarily, I feel, your job to bring it to light. In due time, everything right. will come out. But now let's just suppose. Let's yeah. take this scenario. You go to her and you mm-hmm. tell her it turns out it's nothing. And now you bought this to mm-hmm. me to try to mess me up. Tell exactly. me something about my husband. Exactly. You Tommy messy, was right. girl. You that messy. That will backfire on you. That will always backfire. If, if it's my best friend, that relationship that I have with my best friend, yeah. no. that's like a sister to me. Yeah, uh-uh. No, nah, I don't think friend? I don't think our relationship. Okay, would let me be ask you all the questions. No, no, no. Let me, let me just you. say oh, okay. this: your your Go your ahead. responsibility as her best friend is support her when she finds out, because she's going to find out. You're supposed to be there for her when she finds out that shoulder to cry on. Okay, I, and I will be out. there. And let yeah, me ask you I another question. Think. Here's a question for everybody, Tommy. 
I'm going to start mm, with you. Have you ever had a best friend that ain't your best friend no more? Yep. Carla, yes, have you ever had a best friend that ain't your best friend no more? No. My best friend. Shirley, have you ever had a best friend that ain't your best friend no more? Yes. Yes. I have had a best friend that ain't my best friend no more. You you've had a you've had a wonderful life, Carl. <laughs> What's that to do Just with congratulations. Anything? You have had a wonderful ass. Oh, cuz I still have my best friend. <laughs> well, oh, okay. I mean I mean, I'm, I'm I'm just talking about in your life. Have you ever had a best friend? I'm talking about throughout the duration. I'm not talking about your girl toy cuz you and your girl toy is your best friend. Yes. But yeah. It, before that, in college, you ain't have a best friend growing up cuz in college I had a best friend. Mm-hmm. She was my. She's been my best friend since we were thirteen years old. But our right. moms were best friends, right? Mm-hmm. So we kind of okay. You know what I mean? We okay. Grew hold up on. Together. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me ask you okay. another question. Have you ever had another really good friend other than her, and y'all ain't friends no more? Absolutely. Here we go. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Let's get in right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. shoot! Because I understand where you coming from. See, you may not have <laughs> yeah. lost your very best friend, mm-hmm. but all yeah. of us that have lived in this world long enough has lost what we thought was a ride or die. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, what's up, Steve Harvey Nation? We've made it to Friday. It is the middle of August. Woo! It's hot though. Uh, summer is winding down. But we're going to hold it on, hold on to it as long as we can by enjoying a chilled, fruity and colorful Seagram's Escapes cocktail this weekend. You know we are. Yes, we ma'am. Listen, check this out. You can pick up uh-huh. the Seagram's Escapes variety pack and unwind with us. All the flavors sound as delicious as they taste. There's Ooh, Jamaican yeah. Me Happy, Strawberry Daiquiri, yeah. Classic Lime Margarita, my favorite Calypso Colada. Passion mm-hmm. fruit, mango, and wild berries, Shirley girl. I know, and I like to mix my, you know, like put fresh fruits in there. You know how we yeah, do, Carla. We yeah, freeze do. them. Yes, can I, can I ask we, a question, please? Can I ask a question? Ahead, yeah. What you got, Junior? Uh-huh. Can I put vodka, tequila, and these? Can I do Yes. It? Live your yeah. best life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever makes you feel good, do you, boo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> these drinks are perfect for a relaxing evening at home or a lively house party with your friends. You can even add your favorite spirit. Here's your question. Answer, Junior, to, the, mm-hmm. to create a signature cocktail. Like, you can have the you know the junior the junior sip and see or whatever oh, the junior ooh. blues whatever you ooh, whatever you want to make it you can have give all of that, that okay <laughs> so yeah you you can do that get your sequence escapes variety pack have a great weekend stay cool and you can do that with sequence escapes i mean I, i'm gonna be sipping on that strawberry daiquiri and you're making me happy oh, no. yes all weekend. I can see myself, yes, I can see yes. myself right now, Shirley. I can see myself when she calls. She said, "What you doing?" I'm sipping on these Junior Blues. Yeah. <laughs> Use a Calypso Colada for that. I love that, Junior. I love it. When you, but the way you say it, Carla, it almost it almost sounds like you're saying Calypso Carla. 
I like it. I like it. Calypso Colada. You didn't know, I like it. I like it a lot. Yes. <laughs> and we can't, you know, we can't leave out the passion fruit mango. That is so delicious and refreshing. The wild yes. berries, all of them are good. You know, yeah. I, I like the variety. I love the variety. Get your Sequence Escapes variety pack and have a beautiful weekend because guess what? <laughs> Sure will, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We sure will. And yeah. we got to give a shout out. It's back to school time. We got to give a shout out to the parents, yeah. to the educators. Mm-hmm. We love yep. you, but the parents, we are very happy right now. So we will be sipping happiness this weekend. It's back yeah. to school. Absolutely. Yeah. It's gonna sound and the grandparents, like such as myself. Yes. Yeah. kids going back to school. I'm so glad. Yes, that's me. That's me <laughs> and my girl. My all weekend. Do us do junior what we say. What are we these doing? Ki- these kids is going back. I'm so glad. Yes. As I sip on my junior blues. Yes. <laughs> we are going to be uh, turning up. Okay, Seagram's Escapes. Sip happiness. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're going to pose the question. If you guys could choose which exotic animal uh, you could communicate with, what would it be? And let's start with you, Steve. Well, I'm going to go and let Tommy Jr. take a crack. Let's see where they come and they go with this. Okay. I'm going to let Junior have it. He's my stand-up buddy. Go ahead, Junior. <laughs> oh, you trying to be his friend oh, now? That's my stand-up. Because oh, 30 well, we'll minutes ago. That later. Yeah, thank you, Carl. I was always the friend. You know, I, my low light ass would like to communicate with. <laughs> Y'all would be what, an earthworm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would want to communicate with a hyena. Because I want to know what I hear in this jungle so damn funny. <laughs> I really would want to know why is we out here laughing and lions is killing everything. What I hear is funny. I just looked at you when you said that because I hardly ever think about those. Yeah, no, I, I just be yeah. watching fights. They just be over there. <laughs> what is we laughing at? That's a good answer. That's a really good that's answer. That's very good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Come on, Tommy. I think I would want to talk to an octopus. I thought you was going to say an ass. Oh. See, it's wow. getting ugly in here. <laughs> yeah, it's on its way somewhere. Yeah, it yeah. is. I don't even need to explain mine, do I? <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> of all Why an octopus? Yeah. 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 And all of them have little suction cups on them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just the conversation, you know, how you're moving around the ocean, how you're handling things, mm-hmm. you know, what you sucked up today, you know. Oh, okay. But, yeah, stuff like okay. that. Yeah. All right. All the animals. <laughs> he said, I know. All the animals in the world. <laughs> all right, come on, Steve. A uh, that damn gorilla. Uh-huh. I knew it. I, I want to talk to a gorilla so the next time I go into a meeting, you know how they always say he was in the meeting with an 800 pound gorilla. Yep. Well, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> Come on in, Cheetah. <laughs> Cheetah and a real gorilla walk in the meeting. <laughs> and he sit there and just be looking at people. Uh-huh. And anytime uh-huh. somebody say something I don't like, uh-huh. I wink and he knock their ass through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's your boy. <laughs> Dog. I'm talking about, man, I have people. Man, I be signing so many contracts. 
Boy, that would be a different oh. Doctor Doolittle movie with Steve. Yes, as a star. Yes. Oh my God! No, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. I can see that. To no damn yeah. animal. Shut up, man. <laughs> no, dog. That's big. And who told you to talk? <laughs> yeah, Steve, you could do that. Eddie Murphy did it, right? Didn't he do it? I don't he know how to do animated stuff because him and Will Smith is experts at that talking to stuff that ain't ain't there. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Eddie had real animals in there. That wasn't animation. Yeah, I can't be in the room talking to no real animal unless it's got a chain on it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care what it is. <laughs> oh no, I done seen way too much happen with real animals. Uh uh-uh. uh. Now all of them got to be chained up. Then Ellen gonna write in. She gonna be mad. Because oh, uh, I'm working with her. Yeah, she, Ellen. <laughs> she saves gorillas, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's been some animals with it. It went bad before, though. You're right, you right about that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Remember that panda bear that was sitting up and turned to that lady next to ne- You remember that panda bear? <laughs> okay, I ain't supposed what? to laugh at that. I'm sorry. No. What? Oh. <laughs> she had your ass Twisted. Up. <laughs> what about but you, know you Shirley? Which I was telling people, uh-huh. you know, somebody, oh, was, man, how do you stay so young? I laugh every day, and I laugh yeah. hard. Yes. Yeah. You, if you want to stay young, you have to laugh mm-hmm. hard every day. Yeah, now, mm-hmm. in order to laugh hard every day, because you're not going to hear a joke or something funny every day, you're going to have to learn how to laugh at stuff you ain't supposed to laugh at. Now, the lady <laughs> got to ask, ask your body, Panda, damn it, I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> Uh, you don't remember that call? Uh-huh. I gotta look that up. Oh man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, uh, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject My man treats me like an afterthought. We'll get into that, but right now, Nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? A small favor. That's what I want. I'd like to ask for a small favor. Now, this sounds perfectly harmless. Don't it? Don't it? I'm proud of you, Neff. Surely tell him to run it. Okay. Small favor. Run it. Run it. Run it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Vicky. This is Vicky. Hey, Vicky, how you doing? Are you the the niece of, 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 uh, uh, I think it's, ain't, is ain't your aunt? Yes. Okay, and your your now your aunt passed away. How many how many years ago your aunt passed? It was about five years ago. Okay, listen, I'm over here at the funeral home. Uh, my 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 sister just passed away, and uh, they gave me your phone number. Did did you guys? We're going through a little bit of a situation here. Did you guys aunt have you know your aunt was a heavy set woman? Is that right? Yes, she was. Okay. Now they had to. Did, did they have to put her in a in a? Did they have a bill a special casket for her? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's what we're kind of going through with my sister. We ordered a um, a special casket for 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 my sister, and uh, I'm assuming this is the same thing that you guys went through. I called several of her her children, but I wasn't able to get in touch with anybody. But the, the funeral home actually had your name on file as well. So they gave me your number where I would be able to talk to you. Is, is that is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. You can speak to me, but you know what seems to be the problem. Well, listen, uh, we we the, the the funeral is actually in two days. Okay. And we ordered one of those special caskets, but it doesn't look like it's going to be in for another week. So you know, it's almost like we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna have a casket. 
for her, um, you know, for the funeral. And, okay. you know, the, like I said, the funeral home told us about, you know, that you guys were the last ones that ordered a, a casket of that size. And, you know, me and the, the rest of the family has been, you know, we've been trying to figure out what to do and what to do. Do you think it's any way possible we can borrow the casket that your ain't is in? And then when the casket comes in that we ordered, we can put her in that casket and put her back down to rest like she's always been. Do you think that's what? possible? Excuse me? Hello? Hello? Excuse yeah, me? Yeah. Could you repeat yourself? What exactly are you asking me? Well, what I'm saying is, do you think we can borrow your ain't casket? Because, you know, the funeral is in two days, and the casket is not going to be in in order for us to be able to bury her in a in a casket for, the, you know, to accommodate her size. That's what I'm asking. What kind of is this you're talking about? First of all, who is this? Okay, uh, no, my name is Larry. Uh, like I say, my name is Larry. I got you. I got you guys. Like I say, I tried to call some of her kids, but nobody ever picked up when I called. Okay, well, and, but well they said yeah, that they he, had uh, her niece's number on file too. You, you are her niece, Vicky, right? Yes, I am. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. Do you think that maybe you can talk to the children and see if we can maybe use that particular casket? Okay, wait a minute. What the f are you talking about? This some. First of all, who who is this? You you gotta be losing your mind if you think I'm gonna let you dig up my auntie for just to bury your sister. Yeah, but you know, I, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. But what I'm trying to say is that we don't have a casket big enough, and they was they they let us know that you guys were the last ones that had a, a casket that you what know. They gotta do with us. That's your sister. Figure it out. Have you lost your? No, no. Well, okay, first of all, what I'm trying to do is this. The family been grieving pretty hard, and I just wanted to make sure that the funeral would be right. And it ain't going to be right and if we don't have... That be? We, we don't, How do you we, think my family going to feel digging my auntie up? You lost your... Man, don't call me with this... Who is the... The funeral home that gave you my... Number to ask me to use the casket so you can bury your sister? Who is the name of that person? I can't remember, but it it was... It was the guy, the funeral director let me know that you guys had went through a situation where you had to bury your, 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 your aunt. Like I said, and I tried what, to call. And what's your name again? My, my name is Larry. Okay, Larry, this is a, this is a, a stupid. I don't know what gave you my phone number to call me asking you this dumb. Can you believe this? They call here asking me so can they dig up a so they can bury their sister. It's not No, I understand it's not your fault. What I'm trying to say is would y'all show some sympathy and some love for what me yeah. and my family going through because we don't have a casket. Like I say, my sister my sister was a was you know, was a is the heavens was a heavens hey, woman. That's all fine and good. You know, my condolences go out to you and your family. You know, I'm trying to be as reserved as I can with this whole situation. But do you understand what kind of stupid you're asking me right now to actually dig up my aunt who was already who's been in the ground for five Years to bury your sister? That's okay, but let me ask you this, though. Know, if, 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 like this. If, if we use it, your aunt ain't gonna know. She ain't gonna know we use What kind of stupid is for you to say to me? My aunt and I, we don't know. Are you stupid? What kind of you smoking? Are you smoking crack? We don't know she not ground no more. First, 
of all, you know what? I, 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 first of all, I appreciate you trying to work with me, but I want to say this: you you don't even have the authority to make that decision. If you give me one of the numbers to, to one of your cousins, oh, well, and maybe I one. Because I was really trying to be nice and be calm, but guess what? We're not doing this stupid. I'm trying to be nice to you and tell and try to help you out, but no, you want me to get ignorant and act stupid with you. I was trying to be nice and sympathetic, but we not doing it. I'm not giving you the number. I got the authority to tell you right now. No, we not digging her up so you can bury your sister. Figure it out. Okay, so 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 that's just it. I can't talk to now. Yeah, one that's it. No, you ain't talking to nobody. You talking to me? Okay, I got I got I got something else I need to tell you though. I need I need to tell you something else. Are you listening? What? tell me. I want to tell you this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Vicky, your sister Sheila got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Hold up. Who is this again? <laughs> Vicky, Vicky, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Sheila got me to prank phone call you. Oh, oh y'all... <laughs> So you got me over here all worked up. I, I'm cussing. I'm going to keep she play too much. She ain't got to. Vicky, I got one more thing to ask you, baby. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show for y'all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's, just a, it's just a small oh, face. Oh you see what I'm saying? too much, Tommy. Oh huh? Ain't nobody can dig that. nobody what? up for you. Thank you. Use they casket, dog. <laughs> hey, dog, the casket is perfect for, for, for my sister that just paid. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. It's perfect. Why should you just use it once? Why? All that money for one time? That makes no sense. There you go, he Jay. Team he Tommy, baby. Team Tommy. See what I'm saying? Why should a casket only be used once? Yeah. Why? The, the person the is body gone. That was already in the cast. What happened to that body? But they gone. That's how about we just do that for show and so then if you, we sell it again. Yeah, yeah, and if you if you borrow it, are you going to give it back? You have any idea what that thing gonna smell like? <laughs> when you it they ain't thought about it. Someone with some sense, please. I can't tell him and jump to her desk. We're gonna get them ashes out of there. Stupid keeps rolling. Stupid is rolling this weekend, and stupid is rolling right into West Palm Beach, Florida at the Improv. That's the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. Get your tickets. They on sale right now and land in the cut. Arlington Improv, February 28th. That is Thursday night, and then February, and then March 1st and 2nd, the nephew will be in Arlington Improv, Dallas, Texas. Get your tickets. They on sale right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, thank you, nephew. Jesus. All right, uh, coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, my man treats me like an afterthought. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. 
Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my man treats me like an afterthought. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been in a relationship for almost two years, and when I think about the things this man has shown me sexually and mentally, I am floored. He literally takes my breath away. But there are a few problems with our relationship. We've never spent a night together, and I've never met his family, except for his twin daughters and their mother. What? except for his twin daughters and their mother. It was a quick hi and bye when we ran into them at Target. We were not together on our one-year anniversary because of his (laughs) job. (laughs) You got it now. Uh, I didn't see him on Valentine's Day because he had his daughters that night. I saw him the next day, and he gave me flowers. Uh, His birthday is three days before Christmas, but I didn't see him until Christmas Eve because his grandparents were in town. There was nothing on Christmas Day, and he went to church for New Year's Eve without me. Then he came over for a few hours on New Year's Day to make up for it. I don't discuss how I feel about things for fear of running him off, because he told me his ex-girlfriend nagged him a lot. He is always busy. If I ask to see him, if I ask to see him, but when he calls me, I will drop everything to be with him. I don't know why he's acting this way, and I pray it's not what my subconscious is telling me it is. In his defense, he does work extreme hours, he has his kids every other weekend, and he likes to chill with his boys to unwind. I offered to cook dinner at his house so we could have a heart-to-heart, and he said he still needs to buy furniture and fix his place up before I can come over. I need him to make me a priority in his life. How can I get this through to him? Has our relationship run its course? Uh, He'll never make you a priority. He'll never do that because guess what? He already has a priority in his life. (laughs) 
Okay, he has a priority. You should have titled, entitled this letter for two years. I've been in a relationship with a married man um, because that's what it is. I mean, think about it. You never, ever get holidays. You don't get Christmas. You don't even get his birthday, which is three days before Christmas. You don't get New Year's Eve. You don't get New Year's Day. Well, you get a couple of hours when he decides to come over. Uh, uh, you don't get Valentine's Day. That's the day for lovers. You don't get anything. And he played you so hard. He told you his ex-girlfriend nagged a lot. So now you're scared. You said you're scared of running him off. You're scared to tell him how you feel and, and, and what all of this means to you. And why doesn't he spend more time with you? And what's going on? You're scared to bring up how you feel. He puts you off. Uh, he's always too busy for you. He's got the kids every other weekend or he's going out with his boys. You can't even go over his house because he doesn't have any furniture, really? And you make excuses for him at every turn. You have to stop this. Talking about in his defense, he's very busy. Yeah, busy with his wife and family running away from you. You have to stop all of this. You gotta stop seeing him. You have to stop answering his calls, stop calling him, stop everything, all of the above, because you already know what's going on. You said it, you're subconscious. You don't want it to be what your subconscious is telling you that it is. Well, that's what it is. Listen to your self-conscious, all right? Please, I, please don't be stupid on this. I mean, don't be, just don't be. Get yourself together. Listen to your head and not your heart in this situation. The man has a wife. Steve? I, I, I just, wow. I know. How long have we been doing these letters? Yeah. How, how obvious do, does it have to be? Yeah. How many times have we given advice on this subject right here? You say my man treats me like an afterthought. That's because that's what you are. See, you solved the, the answers in the letter. I've been in a relationship for two years, and now hear what you hear. You hear the glory of it. When I think about the thing this man has shown me sexually and mentally, I'm floored. What? Well, let's talk about what he done showed you. We don't know what he's doing sexually, but obviously you sprung. He literally takes my breath away. Now here go the letter. We got some problems though. Hmm. I've never spent a no we've never spent a night together. And I've never met his family. What? Two years, Two years and you ain't been over his house. And later on in the letter, it say, because he ain't got no furniture. <laughs> right. Who it take two years to get a couch? <laughs> two years to make get a couch? Who, who right. done got this place and in two years ain't got a couch, ain't got no damn bed, ain't got a TV. TV. Who been at their house for two years without no damn cable and somewhere know, to Steve. sit? I don't know. Where do he eat when he at home? Yeah. What do you mean he don't have furniture? Listen to me. And I've never met his family except for his twin daughters and their mother, and it was a quick high and by. We ran into them and talking. That was an accident. <laughs> that was a damn accident. He damn sure wasn't intending for you to meet them then, but you did. We were not together on our one-year anniversary. That's because y'all don't have anniversaries. <laughs> what, is you, what is you making up? Y'all don't have anniversaries. Be, because of his job, I didn't see him on Valentine's Day. That's because you ain't his Valentine. Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to just give it to you because he had his daughters that night. Who spend Valentine's with their damn kids? <laughs> right.
We're supposed to be having sex on Valentine's Day. What are you kids in here for? Get your ass away from the door. <laughs> Crazy. I got the rest of it for you when I come back. I, I know you gonna, do, Steve. I I'm not even pulling do. no punches with this. Please don't. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. My man treats me like an afterthought. Well, that's because you are, and it's all in the damn letter. Other than when y'all having this crazy-ass sex where you done learned so much you on the flow. So uh, now, he literally takes my breath away. But then we got some problems. She ain't never spent a night at the man's house. Mm. Two years. Why? Because he say he don't have no furniture yet. My question <laughs> is, who ain't bought a couch in two years? No, I don't know, Steve. I do not know. Where do he eat when he at home? He just stand in the middle of the floor with some containers. I've never met his family except for his twin daughters and their mother, and it was a real quick high and by. We ran into them at Target. That was a damn accident. Oh, yeah. We were not together on our one-year anniversary. That's because y'all don't have anniversaries. (laughs) I'm just going over what I went over, and then I'm going to get to the rest of it. Because of his job, I didn't see him on Valentine's Day. No, that ain't because his job. It's because you didn't see him on Valentine's Day because you ain't his Valentine. Because he had his daughters that night. Who the hell spend Valentine's night with their kids? <laughs> Even if it's my week of custody, somebody finna watch their ass on Valentine's <laughs> night. Because I got to go see somebody naked with a diaper on with a bow and arrow. Cupid. Cupid. I, I done played Cupid on Valentine's Day. I done jumped out the closet with a diaper on. Oh, yeah, you never was the first. Uh, you never yeah, told a long time ago. Y'all ain't know me then. <laughs> oh. I was young. I had the body for that diaper. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw him the next day, and he gave me flowers. You know why you got flowers? Because he spent all the money on the purse and the candy on the other girl. <laughs> and anybody can give you flowers. That's just stop. They sell them on the corner. His birthday is three days before Christmas, but I didn't see him until Christmas Eve because his grandparents was in town. Wow. Who need four days with some old-ass people to say Merry (laughs) Christmas? Who who need four damn days with some old people to say Merry Christmas? (laughs) Then there was nothing on Christmas Day. Oh, Oh, no, 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 that's where you're wrong. Oh, Christmas Day was popping. It was lit. It was jolly. Kids, family, woman, Christmas was lit. It just wasn't with you. Because who can leave their house on Christmas Day? And why would he not come over to your house on Christmas Day? He ain't got no damn furniture. He ain't even got no nothing to sit on and look at the damn lights on the tree. Everybody like putting their tree up, getting a cup of coffee or some hot chocolate, looking at the tree and daydreaming and having fun. That's the purpose of a tree. Christmas magic, yeah. Yeah. That was nothing on Christmas Day. And he went to church on New Year's Eve without me. That man was not in church on New Year's Eve. He was just without you. 
He told you he went to church <sighs> on New Year's Eve. His ass ain't go to church on New Year's Eve. Then he came over for a few hours on New Year's Day to make up for it. Oh, I bet that's when y'all was in the flow having some of that mind-blowing sex. Mm. I don't discuss how I feel about things for fear of running him off because he told me his ex-girlfriend nagged him a lot. You know why? Because she was trying to figure out how the hell you don't come over here because he, 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 he ain't had no furniture in this apartment for about eight years. Oh, really? <laughs> she worried his ass to death about coming over and she had never spent the night over there. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's always busy if I ask to see him, but when he calls me, I drop everything. I don't know why he's acting this way. What? what? <laughs> You've been with him two years and you don't know why he's acting this way. He can't act no other way. He got a family. Yeah. He got a family. He, he can't act no other way. I pray it's not what my suspicion is telling me it is. Stop praying for something God gives you to protect you. You have this thing called intuition. It's telling you, now you want to call it your subconscious. I'm praying it's not what my subconscious is telling me. It's your intuition, and it is telling you that, and God gives it to women to protect them. And all of women out there listening know every time they go against what their intuition tells them, they pay for it. Every woman has done it. True. Now, in his defense, he does work extreme hours. What is he, a forest fighter? <laughs> Come on, uh, Come on, what, for real. What serious? job he got where he worked extreme fighter. hours? What is he in the UFC? <laughs> he a cage fighter? What, what is extreme hours? So he don't get no time. He working all these hours and still can't buy no damn couch and bed. <laughs> But he worked oh, extreme hours. That's right, Steve. A deal ain't bought no damn right. A protest office. That's right. He has his kids every other weekend, and he likes to chill with his boys on wine. I like chill with my boys on wine, too. But I'd rather be somewhere having sex. Uh, what are you talking about? I want to cook dinner at his house. He can't have you over there. Somebody over there already cooking. <laughs> and they're not going to understand you coming over because that's their kitchen. Right. All right, I need him to make me a priority in his life. He's not. How can I get through to him? You can't. Is our relationship run its course? You have no relationship. Mm-hmm. That's the strawberry letter. All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Junior, with Truth Be Told. <laughs> oh, my you God. Got a good one? Oh, my God. Do I? Do I? <laughs> Oh my You're God! Oh my, listen, Shirley, I'm I'm so happy right now. <laughs> I really am. I mean, because truth be told, I'm tall. Oh God! I, I, I didn't make it. I'm tall. No, I'm tall. I don't need no help getting nothing off the counter. Now all of us on this show can't say that. Some of us have to go get the step ladder on the side of the refrigerator to get up there. I don't have to do that. You let three people make you think you're tall. I am you're not tall. tall. I'm in there. Let me tell you, that's the most tall stuff I do. Stuff at the top of the closet, you can get like that. shoes, I get that. You can get that. I get that, no problem. I ain't got no problem getting none of that. Everybody mm. on screwing in light bulbs, no problem. I'm you're tall. I can do that. Now, everybody on this show, 95% of us. I can put us, a light bulb 95% in, of us can do that. Not 100%, but 95% of us can do that. I'm just saying. I, 
like getting stuff out the freezer at the top. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. I can mm. go in there and get a pack of meat out the top of the freezer. I can get <laughs> meat out of a pre- <laughs> pack of meat. What's up, uh? Tommy can put a light bulb in. Easy you. bake oven. <laughs> it ain't one in the ceiling. It just had to be a nightlight. Plug in nightlight. It yeah. got to go in at the bottom. Well, see, he got to get up here where I am. Tommy, like, man, don't worry about that. I got tall shoulders for you to stand on if you need Aww. help. And I love you, man, with your little short behind. You all right. Shut no, up. no, 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 no. You made a mistake. His behind ain't short. <laughs> No, no, that's the tallest thing. <laughs> well, uh, can he get in the tall this. club now? Can he get in the tall club we now? He got tall ass. <laughs> <laughs> Those little legs. <laughs> man, a little hunchback of Notre Dame booty. Yeah, he was a little short with us doing that segment, he wasn't was. he? Uh-huh. He was. <laughs> you no, know, man, don't bear about something. One day, Tommy. One day, man. One day. Okay. <laughs> Think one day, man. You know, they sell these things you can put in the shoes and make you, you know, the, the insoles. Oh, lifts. Lifts. Oh, lift. Yeah, yeah they, it gives you like a, another, a couple of inches, actually. Still short. <laughs> <laughs> a couple more inches. Oh, you man. get two inches, you still short. I lose two inches, I'm still tall. <laughs> yeah, you put those in the shoe, but your heel is sticking at the back of your shoe. It looks real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, your shoe about to come off. Keep <laughs> walking. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
You guys already know, but sometimes honesty isn't the best policy. Here's a situation or question that we found on Facebook, and this one is from Jerry. Jerry says, when my wife comes home from getting her hair done and colored, it doesn't look great. But I always tell her it does. Always. Okay? Any married man should know this. No matter what, tell her she looks beautiful. So when do you feel like honesty isn't the best policy? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I'm not All the time. That way. I've, I've been yeah. under. How this look on me. Yeah. Just, just lie, man. Just lie. Yeah, yeah. Junior, yeah, I've been under oath and lie. <laughs> What'd you say? Because uh? I've been under oath <laughs> and lie. In the court? <laughs> yeah. I've had to. I was Perjured going to yourself? Perjured. I was trying yes. to save myself. <laughs> From what? I already know if I tell the truth what's going to happen. So why not try this lie? You put your hand on the Bible and still lie? That's not a real Bible, Shirley. (laughs) And the people that's in there trying to get me is not Mm -hmm. religious people. Oh, okay. Everybody in that line, the prosecutor line, everybody in that line, I ain't even put my hand on no Bible and then hold me to that. Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-uh. Have you lied, Shirley, in a relationship? Yeah. When last time you lied to your, when last time you lied to your hood? Uh, it's been a while. That's been a while. You know, I'm not, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really lie, but. When the last do, time I, you lied your wife, Tommy? This morning, when she called. What? Yeah. Huh? Perfectly comfortable this with morning. that answer. Yeah, this morning. Now, that was an honest answer from you. Uh, uh, when, when, what about you, Steve? Yeah. Last time you Well, she out of town right now, so. Mm-hmm. I'm so anticipating as soon as, well, I'm, I'm anticipating as soon as she called. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but why so, do you guys lie when the truth will will we be just fine? I don't get that part. No, no, don't, don't say that. No, it's not the no, truth will no, be just fine. No, the truth, the will, truth will be. Just be fine. Yes. No. 90% of the time, the truth is not fine. Okay, what is no. she going to ask you that you have to lie about this All right, morning? I'll tell you what. i tell you what. Ask me something. Let's, let's just practice. Let's go. All right, do, hi, honey. Do several of them. Hi, hey, hi, honey. Is it raining there? About to seem like. Do something, something. Why you asking about the rain? Because, yeah. <laughs> see, now I got to. Is it raining in there? Because now what I got to send you yeah. in the mail. No. <laughs> Go ahead, Shirley. Ask me something else. Uh, what, do you, what are you doing today? What are you going to do today? Like after work. I know you have to work, but like after Working work. all day, baby. I ain't, I'm going to work all the way till it's time to go to bed. I ain't got no breaks. Yeah. No breaks? Because I was thinking about coming down and maybe we could have lunch together. No, we ain't having lunch today because we got we got cases is backed up for COVID. What did you wear to work today? Did Ellie um did Ellie pick something out for you to wear? No, no, I just put on something myself. Just got on sweatsuit. That's all. Well, I saw you posted something, and it had Ellie's name under it. Yeah, it was a picture from last week. <laughs> but, you know, I don't post nothing no damn way, so that's a picture just from last week. Well, um, have you been on Instagram uh, lately? 
Instagram. Social media, yeah. Have you been on Instagram lately? When did they um when did they start that? See <laughs> <laughs> hmm. right Insta, there. what you say? What did you call it? You don't have Insta, to lie. <laughs> you know, just that that just gets she just be going, Your black ass. If you don't right. buy Steve. What are you lying about Instagram for? I don't know. Just practicing. What? Just got to show. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Listen. Instagram. When did they start? When that? did they start? That? We'll have more of the That's Steve Harvey Morning new. Show coming up in 20 minutes after, right after this. I work with a bunch of liars. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Uh, before we left for break, we were talking about lying. No, when isn't it a mm-hmm. good time to lie? But you guys lie regardless. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and I'll tell you why I lie regardless. Why? I, because I don't if you tell a woman the truth, yeah. they're going to expect it all the time. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, huh? And Bye. then, surely. Manage her expectations. <laughs> yeah, and then what happens was, when I do tell the truth, And then she don't believe me. And I picked those moments where I will tell you the truth. Uh But there's very few. And then when you you assume that's a lie, then I jump out and prove that it was the truth. And then I'm good for another year. See, damn, every time I tell you something, you think I'm lying. Then I tell you the truth. Now look at this right here. Yeah. Damn, baby. Yeah. Now that allows me me to lie for another year. Love it. (laughs) Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Up. You I see that, Shirley? That's how that works. <laughs> I see it, but, you know, whatever with that, all those well, lies. Okay. Lying you, you keeps don't forget. us together. Yeah. Ain't you still with your husband after all these years? Yeah. Thank the Lord he been lying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but you're, so then you're saying all men lie. That's what you're huh? saying. I'm saying yeah. what? You're, you're saying all, all men lie. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll, we'll try to get the truth out of you when we play a round of Would You Rather right after this. Right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Would You Rather. Would you rather let your boss see your full internet history or would you rather let your spouse see your full internet history? Oh, yeah, the boss. Come on, yeah. Yeah, my boss. I let Steve see this all day. Yeah, he see this all day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he won't fire you? And he won't fire you? Hell no. I might get a raise out the deal if I do it right. (laughs) 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 You might get a raise. It made me proud. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boss, all day. All right, would you rather lose a finger... Lose a finger or have a headache every day for the rest of your life. No, I'm gonna take this damn finger. No, that headache. I got too much. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna. But hard, but, huh? but 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 take <laughs> take that ring but finger on the stuff. right hand. Mm-hmm. You know the ring okay. finger uh-huh. on the left hand. Just uh-huh. make give me the ring finger on the right hand because I'm left-handed. Yeah. And that finger, I don't need that finger to button my shirt or nothing, zip up my pants. That <laughs> finger kind of useless. I'm going to need yeah. that thumb, need though. thumbs, though. Yeah. yeah. You need that thumb. You ain't going to be able to hold a knife without that thumb, without looking like a caveman. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, would you rather? It's hard to button your shirt with both your index fingers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you that right now. (laughs) Kind of need the thumb. All right. Picking up French fries gonna look a little crazy, like you smoking a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Would you rather be trapped on a desert island with someone who never speaks, never talks to you, or would you rather be trapped on a desert island with someone who never shuts up? Hey. Quiet all the time? No. Hey. No, you're going to get tired of that. Mm-hmm. That talking going to drive you crazy, but I'd rather have the talk. Yeah. I, you rather have the talk. That Junior, silence will kill me. Junior, you want someone who, who I, talks I all the talk time? To me. I don't need talking to me. We talk every morning. I don't, I don't want to talk all the time. Okay. So you want someone who, who who's quiet. What about you? You never Steve? shut up. Oh, no, oh. I want the person to talk all the time. I know how to cut. I know, I know, I know how to shut people out anyway. How, how? You, know how to what, do that. you can be talking your, your ass off to me, man. I just look right at you and be looking right through the back of your head. <laughs> I know how to. I know how do to. Do you look hear me? I know, I know you know hear me. Look you looking right at me and make them think I'm looking at them. But I be my man, man. I be looking at something right off to the side of your head. <laughs> Answer you know, me. You know, you know, like a bush or something, and you be talking your ass off. <laughs> I don't even know you talking to me. <laughs> All right, that's today's round, guys, of Would You Rather. Now, coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here we are. Last break of the day. Uh, time for Steve's closing remarks. Okay. Um, today, Tommy sent me something. Sent me a caption that I'm going to keep because I oftentimes keep um, quotes in my motivational folder in my photo stream. And I just look at them from time to time when I'm feeling a certain kind of way. Sometimes I just need a little uplift myself, you know. And Tommy sent me this today. <clears throat> and I'm going to share it with you. And it's going to me, cause me to expound on it a bit because it's something I really do believe in. It says, do not ask God to guide your footsteps if you're not willing to move your feet. Do not ask God to guide your footsteps if you're not willing to move your feet. You know, folks, it's very simple. God can put his finger on something to bless if you give him something to put his finger on. But you can't you can't ask God to do something and you're making no effort. Lord, help me get a job, but you ain't putting in no application. 
Lord, help me do right. But all you ever want to do is wrong. You just, you're just committed to wrong. You know, you, you, you got to make a move in the right direction. You know, faith without works is dead. <clears throat> so what Tommy sent me, do not ask God to guide your footsteps if you're not willing to move your feet. It's something all of us, and all of us are guilty of it from time to time. Sometimes we get complacent. Sometimes we just get to feeling sorry for ourselves. You know, oh, man, I guess it ain't meant to be. Oh, Lord, what now? You know, look, man, you can complain your way through life if you want to, but you really have to make an attitude adjustment. You got to get two things moving, your attitude and your feet. Those two things have to get moving. You got to start taking steps. You may not know the way how to get to the finish line, but the finish line is somewhere it ain't where you at. The finish line is never where you're standing. So you got to start taking some steps. And once again, you may not know all the steps necessary to get to the tape, but you got to start the process, man. So like the caption says, stop asking God to guide your footsteps if you ain't willing to move your feet. You got to put it into motion. Look, it's just a dream when you're thinking about it. But you got to put some, you got to put your dreams to work. Motivation is when your dreams put on work clothes. You got to take your dreams and put work clothes on them, man. You got to start stepping in the right direction. You've got to make a move towards the light. You've got to step towards the finish line. You've got to start to get to where you're trying to get to. You got to get to go. You got to go to get, period. You cannot stay that wherever you're trying to get to can't be right where you at. It can't be. It can't be. I'll give you, look, this, this, is a, this is a silly example. But let's say your family reunion is in Wyoming, which I know it's not. That's why I said it. And you drive to Wyoming. When you get to Wyoming and you reach Wyoming, the state of Wyoming, you still got to do something. Because where is the family reunion at? You just can't go to Wyoming. Well, I'm here, Lord. You here, you well. You Even when you get to where you say you're going, you got to move around. Let's say you get to the park where you're holding the family reunion and you get to the park. Once you get to the park, what? what? You got to do something? You're going to play softball, volleyball? You're going to sit on the tree, play domino? You're going to barbecue? You're going to make the lemonade? You constantly got to be doing something. There is no, when you get there, you there, and there is no more movement required. There's movement required throughout your life because wherever you're trying to get to, it ain't where you at. I can promise you that. It's never where you at. I'm doing very well in my life. It ain't where I'm going. How, how would I be just, I'm here now, this it? This it? What? No more dreams, Steve. No more visions. You, you want nothing else. You, you, you here. This it for you. And it doesn't matter to me that people look at me and go, man, you got all this. I don't even see what you're tripping for. I ain't tripping. I just want to be more than I am. I'm really trying to be a better person. I really, really am. I'm not content with the person I am. I could improve. 
I could actually be a better person. So I'm in the process. God ain't through with me yet. He working on me. I'm trying. I'm better than I used to be. But I'm still got my feet moving. So I'm asking God to guide my steps. But I got my feet moving, man. Stop asking God to guide your footsteps if you ain't willing to move your feet. Can't happen. It's what you want. Come on, man. Stop that. You're being unreasonable to God. Guiding your footsteps and moving your feet down the path, that's two different things. You got to do that. You make one step, he'll make two. So if you don't make the one, you cannot expect him to make the two. He can touch you and bless you, but you got to give him something to bless. You got to do something. Okay, sit at the house watching TV. That's it. Stop asking God to guide your footsteps if you're not willing to move your feet. Thank you, Tommy. That was my closing remark. Drop it. Okay. Who? <laughs> now that actually sounded like a mic. <laughs> that was encouraging. Yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Have a great weekend, too. I'll be working. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.